3 on a pint we are a full house today i don't know when's the last time that happened uh, it must be a couple of months i mean not many episodes ago but definitely in terms of time it's been a while because our recording um, frequency is reduced but it's great to have my fellow co-podcasters akshat is sitting here with me so uh, Vaishnav I think this is sitting somewhere this is the first LA time like 50% percent what shit no you and akshat have done points correct no i think we've recorded an episode yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. two of us bro in your la place this yeah, is what yeah. happens you, with too much like percent also bro the, oh for listeners there was a stomach bro brain freeze yeah candy confectionery <laughs> me yeah yeah i have but vaishnav to correct you when you were in your uh, radio silence during uh, the the phase that you missed we actually had a 100% recording in physical space but that episode never came yeah out. yeah yeah we've done that okay. what is this underground don't you remember we did an episode on like of director. liverpool newcastle no one is done yeah. no one yeah. is done next five yeah. years director's yeah. cut will release the fans will go crazy yeah i uh, know underground footage garage recordings circa 2021 fucking okay sorry okay okay now that uh, vaishnav is done uh, saying whatever he said which i didn't understand most of it we have our episode for today and it's going to be very topical um considering manchester united just had a minority takeover uh, after months and months of um ambiguity and negotiation uh, we finally have an official announcement and we thought you know this is a good time to talk about this club because uh, it's been on the cards for a while we wanted to talk about what's happening on the football pitch um, which has been a disaster this season um and now uh, a takeover that is probably one of the most talked about pieces of business in football because it's manchester united um i just want to give our listeners a little bit of a summary of what's happened so far in case you were living under a rock or you haven't bothered to check nice uh, just just alienate which just, can happen yeah, just alienate others so, <laughs> just do it so nice dude just do it so just do nice. it just do it but <laughs> basically the glazers in 2019 sometime in 2019 gave out the first feelers that they might want to have some additional investment into the club then radio silence from the glazers heard nothing from them not even in like a capacity of custodians of the club um cut to last year when uh, they came out and they said that okay we are accepting bids for manchester united um, who's going to come up and four five names uh, did uh, crop up but there were obviously two very significant ones which was uh, sheik jasim uh, from qatar and sergeant bradcliffe from ineos um both of them uh, both these candidates uh, in their own way were big fans of the club and wanted the club to come back to its original stature um and that was always the understanding but uh, uh the glazers it felt like never really wanted a, a full sale from the looks of it now when you think about it in retrospect because their valuation of the club was just astronomically higher um i think they valued it at like 6.6 billion um and shake jasim said that you know 5 billion is my take it or leave it off and he meant it it wasn't a double bluff um he said to take it or leave it uh, glazer said no we reject it we want more and jasim walked out um this is interesting because the glazers uh, just are in it for the juice right they've always been in it for the juice they've never really had any interest in the footballing aspect of manchester united it's always the commercial part of it and the glazers obviously feel that uh, united as a business organization have not 
um, fulfilled their potential of commercial revenue which is why they were holding out for so much more um 6.6 billion is not a small figure um especially for a club that's earning only 650 million revenue a year 650 to 670 so that's almost 10x is what you're valuing your club on your yearly turnover which you do not see but of course there's a passionate emotional aspect to it which they figured out plus it's not just that it's like the amount of debt which is on the club yeah, which true. has been put major i mean majorly by the glazers themselves um and of course some for operating costs and things like that but yeah i, I think uh, the glazers were very um optimistic in thinking that they are going to get that fee and yeah. um and another interesting thing is they never even actually said they wanted to sell the club they just said we're exploring, exploring avenues, avenues for investment That's or right. some some stupid language sure, like never that never going to say Trying i want to, to sell though right considering how badly everything has gone to now imagine if they had come out and said i want to get rid of this asset it would have only gone worse so like that posturing is i'm sure it's for a reason like whatever yeah but vaishnav i i agree with takshat over here because i actually don't think they wanted to give up full control of the club um as i said they were not interested in the football aspect they were very interested in the commercial prospects of what this club can do and they never wanted to cede full control because they wanted to see how far this can go and i think for in their opinion like all said and done this deal is perfect for them because they're just like yeah 25% take it we'll get into the complexities of the deal a little further but in the most simplest sense you want 25% of the club take it you want full football control take it we were not doing it anyways we still own a majority chunk of the voting rights and of the shares but without having to face the backlash of all the fans for making those footballing decisions that were appalling i mean <laughs> i'm looking at the thread right such now such good research buddy <laughs> and firstly it's damn interesting <clears throat> secondly it's crazy how bro i'm like almost all with through the thread but anyway this the the way that it seems that the glazers have dealt with wanting to like uh, divest in united is probably what would have inevitably happened anyway given how they've sort of run the club so far in as much as it is commercially viable as an asset for them to just maintain and hold on to it's like real estate it's going to keep giving them returns on whatever money they've put in there right it's it's just massive sporting entity in a huge probably one of the largest uh, sporting markets in the world and they also have that same sort of um way of operating for the, the bucks right that's what they own the tampa bay buccaneers yeah. and when you're in such different sporting models you and you're operating in the same way <laughs> one of them is not going to work out and very evidently united hasn't also i think a big factor with the whole shake to seen thing is the fucking the pr bomb that blew up in their face when it was even rumored like forget fans speaking shit when it's when it comes to like a a genuinely massive Uh, an individual genuinely massive net worth that is representative of foreign policy of a country you're going to have politics involved in the uk abroad everywhere so i'm sure that through spoke you, in the but do you do you think that really affected yes. the glazers yes. in any yes. any way i think they would you have, don't think if just shake just see match the valuation they would have just accepted it uh no i don't i mean are you telling me shake just seem couldn't have matched the value his pen is his bank account he just puts the zeros there and that's how many zeros are on that but i mean bro it's like he's he's a shrewd businessman too and 
uh, I don't I, think he valued the club himself at more than five billion. If so, your so goal like, at the end is of the day, to wash your image in by way of utilizing probably one of the biggest brands in one of the biggest sports in the world, I don't think 20, 30, 40, 50 billion is much to you if you're a petrol state. Sure, obviously, he doesn't want to look like an idiot to everybody at home by paying out through his nose for an entity wherein he's going to still have, there's going to still be some dissonance after he purchases the asset, just given the environment around the club. But I don't know, bro. I think that the problem more than anything was the PR bomb that blew up in their face and not valuation. Because... I don't think they would have, firstly, I don't think they would have stuck to their valuation as heavily if they really wanted to relinquish. Like, if they really wanted to and they were getting a substantial buyout for it, I don't know how much they purchased the club for, but it was a leveraged buyout and they've not really... 350, mil, 350 also, million pounds. Imagine that return. So, like, yeah. I'm no, sure they would have... I just want to add, like, <laughs> yeah, also, even if Shane Jassim did match the valuation, wouldn't that be, like, to completely cede control of the club over to the Qatari investors? From the Glazers was what I'm talking about. And probably they didn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that would have been more a more plausible reason to not sell to Jasim than but then any sporting concern in terms of like No no for sure. I'm not saying this deal. I'm not saying the yeah, I'm not saying the only reason is because he's a high-ranking member of the royal family in Qatar. Definitely not the only reason, because that then the negotiations would have never come up because they would have done their... Like, somebody in their PR team would have said, don't do it. But I'm sure it was a consideration, man. There's so much stuff going on in football right now when it comes to ownership, when it comes to third-party control of football clubs, when it even comes to just foreign investment in football. Unless you're a private business owner from, like... Honestly, any millionaire is probably going to have a problem with clearing... Uh, the fit and proper test because millionaires are millionaires and they if you have that much wealth accumulation it's typically there is typically some skeletons in the closet but I'm, my point more than anything was that that PR thing was definitely a factor and I think that if they really wanted to relinquish but what Amar is saying is definitely true too if they wanted to relinquish they would have just sold it for whatever valuation they could have met in the middle over so I'm sure like all these factors I, played into it but I don't agree with it because I feel like the Glazers what we've seen of them they are so stingy money-minded individuals that they literally are like this is our number which was an insane number and they're like we are sticking to this and if you give me that number i'll sell it if not try to buy a piece of my club kind of a thing i think that was their mentality and since no one matched that number they were like okay fine take, take i'm a pretty bit sure it. because there were like six uh voting main voting members they just came up with a figure of one billion each no, and no, it's no, reached no. to six billion. But, but but they don't each hold the equal equal percentage of shares. Right? Yeah, but, but Amar yeah, is just saying to agree to sell. Like, no, yeah. Amar is just saying an overall. Yeah, they have okay. to agree to sell, right? Yeah, but I mean, see, at the end of the day, like I I think the reason they have not sold all of the club is because they genuinely want that one ballpark figure in their in their head, and they believe that later in in a few years from now they'll try to sell that their share of it at that valuation. Like, until they get that money, they're not going to, you know, give all of that. So, in the end of the day, when, when Sir Jim Radcliffe and the uh, Ineos team uh, came in with that valuation, which was higher than Sheikh Jasim's valuation, um, but it was only for 25% of the club, uh, I think they, they were just like, yeah, okay, I mean, we, you're, you're giving us at least in terms of the valuation. No, I mean, probably it's something yeah, it, to do with like a higher share of percentage of money that he's giving for those number of shares. Yeah, so like... If, 
he he's paying i i forgot the exact numbers but the valuation at the club which is buying it for 25% is 1. higher 1 billion. yeah is higher than what the the glazers would have got for 100% yeah, yeah but i just want to stop everyone right here um, and make one thing clear because 25% of the club doesn't exactly mean 25% because united's ownership structure and share structure is a little skewed so united have two types of shares i'm not going to get into the details of this because it's supremely complicated and we've done this in a previous episode yeah and we've done this in a previous episode but i just want listeners to know that 25% is not a quarter of the pie in its most like literal sense um united basically have class a and class b shares and class b shares are the ones that have higher voting power than class a shares i think around four times more the voting power than class a shares and uh, sir jim ratcliffe wanted out and out class b shares uh, and 50% of the voting rights not the ownership but 50% of the voting rights which the glazers rejected and they came up to some figure which is a balance of both class a and class yeah. b shares so that yeah so so sir jim ratcliffe gets um a small say in the voting that's for sure all say in any football related yeah but that that is the the key compromise the key, yeah. because sir jim ratcliffe he wanted the voting rights because he wanted control over the direction of the club and the yeah. way the club is operated um from a, a footballing perspective because that has been where manchester united has lacked the most under the glazers leadership so um that is where the compromise came where okay you're not getting full voting rights but you are getting full control from the football side of the club which i mean is just astounding to me man like it just shows you how horrible the glazers are that can you imagine vaishnav owning 75% of a football team and not having a say in how the football club works and this was something which they wanted this is something which glazers yeah. proposed to sir jim but it's not something that they proposed something that they've just been doing all these years right no but that's pretty much right? they yeah. they, isn't that how like majority of the big businesses work like that is run by investors i'm talking about like they hire technical expertise no. from outside and then they, they do but but okay so they hire technical expertise from outside which i agree with but for united that was ed woodward which is an investment banker yeah, but and then another Richard conversation Arden. to have whether the expertise were actually yeah. expertising like they were not no but but yeah but but uh, to your point um the the actual voting like the running of the club operational operationally is one thing that is the ceo and all those people do but the actual voting rights is represented through board seats and normally um if you own let's say 60% of a company you would have 60% of the board seats as well who would vote in your and then of course the you have issues. like other people who are just allied members of the board who you are typically going to have vote on your side just given the like history of the company and the board acquisition of seats i was yeah. going into like a deep dive into this and this is one of the only few organizations in the world that have 95% of the board as the family itself So Glazers own ninety five percent of the board's voting. That, that is, that there is. There are so many family owned. Bro, businesses. half of that Germany's is. massive businesses are completely family owned. Half of South Korea's massive businesses are completely family. I don't think that can be true. Like literally, like. Okay. Uh, uh, what is the cookie company? Uh, fuck, I can't remember the cookie. Pillsbury. Doctor Oreo. Tract. Doctor something. There's a really famous cookie company. <laughs> and everybody has eaten products of their sold through subsidiaries and they're all, like all your massive job bmw bmw is ma- massively family owned until recently there's so many massive corporations that are family owned especially if you're an old corporation that's typically how it's going to end up being but anyway i also wanted to say that looking at the like 
the way that the deal is structured, I think it's interesting to see that. I don't know what you guys think, but there's a specific provision in the agreement uh, as it stands to give what is called some, I can't see, I don't remember exactly what the term is here, but it's basically transfer policy. So like when SJR has that control over transfer policy, but does not <laughs> over the actual operation of the football club, I don't know, man, I quit. Like <laughs> it's stopping, it's not making much sense anymore because they're not doing what they want to do. Uh, the fans are definitely not getting what they want. Uh, as I don't think Jim Radcliffe is getting what he wants. Although apparently the way the deal is structured, there's a route for him to get majority ownership at some point. But that even there is a route for me to get majority ownership. Just go cap them, double tap them in the head and get majority. Like, the, it's so fucking yeah, actually So with this deal, um, uh, if you if you want to really have... Uh, deep research into this deal you'll find that there are a lot of nuances and some things that are strange uh, with the way that the deal is structured but one thing that I can tell you for sure is that um, this is not going to be understood today it's going to take the analysts the journalists um, whoever's into the finance sector quite a long time and it's going to be a running ball and more and more things are going to come out of this deal that's for sure because just of the way that the deal is structured that's one of the things that Vaishnav said about transfer policy um, in in the deal, it's it's worded in such a way that they can make the decision, but Glazers can sort of veto it if they want to. No, I think Jim has. I, is what I have no, understood. Jim has veto power yeah, over Jim all has, transfer. Jim has veto. any transfer decisions. Oh, yeah. Jim has power. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, but some of the things which you were talking about the complication of the deal. So like, won't get into it again. But just to explain to the listener, so right now it's twenty five percent, which will increase to twenty nine percent in in a year, I think, or yeah, after months. another round of cash um, Yeah. Correct. Uh, then after that, it's like if someone, like let's say Sheikh Jasim wants to come and buy the club now, there are certain regulations in what if it's like a match to bid kind of a, mm. a, yeah, right a, a procedure, refusal. right? So exactly, that's what it's called. That's the <laughs> correct terminology. So um, right of first refuse, refusal. So basically, whatever price they agree with Sheikh Jasim, Sir Jim Radcliffe would come at the same price and take full ownership of the club. If he can't match no, that, then there's another whole it's the other way around. Procedure. Whatever Sheikh offers, they'll ask Jim if he can offer the same thing. If he matches that, Correct. they sell if it to him. Otherwise, they, they can go to Jim. Correct. Jasim. Yeah, yeah. And then if if he can't match that, then there is still like a lot more complications on what can happen. Whether uh, Jim is going to be forced to sell his then 29% or whether he can retain that 29% and the other person can take only 71% of the club, which why would they want to do that? So... It's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot with what goes under it. To be fair, like, there is going to be a very, like, like Amar actually rightly pointed out, in sports it's probably not as common for a family to own a club because it's typically private investors, people that own massive corporations that want to come in, right? So there's yeah. probably not going to be many situations given how investment companies and people with these big networks structure deals wherein all power is going to be held or all sort of control is going to be held by entity A wherein entity B can just purchase it off of them. So typically in these deals, there is going to be more than two to three parties. So you're very rarely going to be able to divest everybody that's in controlling power at of this moment of the deal out of it and take their place. But of course, you can get the majority off of it and just based off how it's structured and how everybody's voting rights are structured now, you have majority where no matter what they do, it doesn't matter, right? If you have 70% of voting rights, both seats, 70% of share control over a club, 
it doesn't matter what Akshat yeah, is saying. Yeah, the rest 30, day. they're yeah. just basically silent investors. Exactly, they're just exactly. reaping the benefits. I mean, which I think is going to be the same kind of corporate setting right now. They can try to get somebody from the outside to come in and buy out this guy's share to then be able to work with them and then become the majority, even though they're only 30% of the club. So yeah. I mean, it's damn but, but But that's super interesting because... Um, <laughs> The apparently in the Glazer family, I think there are six or five. I'm not sure. Let's <laughs> say six, right? Talking about family drama uh, like this, bro. Yeah, dude. Fuck. <laughs> but um, but Logan, Joan Kendall, <laughs> Shiv Roy. <laughs> Tell me who is Greg, bro. <laughs> Edward Ward. <laughs> Tell me that. <laughs> fuck, that's so apt, dude. <laughs> But but anyway, yeah. So <laughs> apparently, the, only two of them were really against the sale, the full sale of of Manchester United, which was Joel and Abram, who are idiot one and idiot two, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, the two of them, together owned a majority okay. of Manchester United's and Class B one, shares, which are the important, which are the important ones. Okay. Now the thing is that now they have been divested enough that when. Serge M. Ratcliffe gets 29% of the shares, right? Let's say in a month, a year from now, he has 29% of the shares. He can gain control of the club by getting the shares of the other four people. Oh, one by one, like one knocking by one, them off. Apart from Joel and Joel, Abram, yeah. which is why this whole thing of 25% increasing to 29% was such an important key part of the deal because it gives him an avenue to cut those two out. And it uh, a lot of the analysts that I was listening to also said that this was probably the only way a deal could have been structured if anyone did want to buy United. There was never going to be an out-and-out sale, 100% ownership of the club. You had to find someone who's ready to take these steps. No, and, uh, the idea is that eventually at some point there's a route to out-and-out acquisition. It's not going to be just buying, buying it off of them, you know. Exactly. It's going to be take, 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 milk. Uh, so... Moving ahead, um, I know there's been a lot of fans that have been wanting... Uh, I mean, we've been on the fence for this one. The United fan base is always divided. And I think it was the same case with having two options as Sheikh Jasim as one owner and uh, Sir Jim Ratcliffe as another owner. But a lot of United fans wanted uh, Sheikh Jasim purely because of, I think, what they've seen City do, um, what they've seen PSG do, what they're seeing Newcastle do now where... There's just like a bunch of cash that you can splurge around for players. But I don't think it's as simple as that. Firstly, for the PR reasons that Vaishnava said, but I don't want to get into that. Let's just focus on what we have now with Sir Jim Ratcliffe. Um, and a, a lot of fans might be unaware, but that guy's company, the company that has bought United at the end, Ineos, is huge. It's not like they are the poorer option from Sheikh Jaseem. I don't think that's are. the case at Definitely all. They, they are. Objectively, yeah, they are. I get no. your point. They're a massive petroleum company as like, well. They're huge. They're multinational. Yeah. They're a multi-billion but dollar corporation. So they're not as rich as a country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I mean to say is I'm, I'm not con- uh, comparing it to the oil country. I'm comparing it to one individual. Bro. And same, I'm sure like Sheikh Jaseem doesn't have I'm the... I'm sure he does. I'm sure his net worth is more oh, than... You're saying he has he holds the key to the treasury? No, to no, the I'm treasury, sure his like. individual net worth is more than the company's net worth. <coughs> if not, very close. Okay. So to say... I mean, you're, no, no, I mean, you're but, right. But I know what your point is that... corporation, which is huge. They're in petroleum, yeah. so they have yeah. stupid money. You're right. They have, they're into petroleum, extraction, refining, and like just the energy sector, which is probably the most like lucrative sector to be in. But 
that guy is the energy yeah. he is the oil okay leave him <laughs> uh, so uh, 60 billion in revenues they own assets over trillions so it's not like united are getting someone who's not going to put in the money they are and they've repeatedly But said that they are they want to invest in the stadium presented on the board at, as of now only ratcliffe so, no yeah he as the owner yeah he's a rich guy so he puts it in so, but taking in yours is like worth and how much money that they are bringing in revenue wise Yeah, that reflects how much Jim is making at the back end of that. But yeah. it's not like Ineos are the yeah. ones injecting capital into the club. No, but then he's also come out yeah, and so said, no. Ineos is not injecting sorry, capital. Sorry to cut you off. Now he's also come out Go and ahead. said that he's injecting some funds into the. As soon as the takeover yeah, yeah, is uh, finalized, I mean that's how like he's two hundred yeah, million, two rounds, two hundred or three hundred. Yeah, something like. And that, that goes yeah. into like the working capital for the club, as in yeah. they can use it for buying players for the wages, or is it like to? buy out shares again i i think it's for that no it's it's obviously no, no. to buy out so shares actually, but it's also i think will go directly to transfer uh, policy because that's all he has uh, control over yeah it, it goes straight into the operating budget of the club which is actually super important because um it basically gives you a, a bigger buffer in ffp laws because ownership injection is not counted as and it's not the same you know, owner injecting it's like a separate bucket itself and it's also not one person huh? injecting that much money so it's easier to offset different owners injecting money yeah. it's not all coming from the same place yeah so there won't be more scrutiny correct i mean what do you mean by different owners so injecting um he money? so expecting meaning also put one put in owner money? is in They already are. No, they they own the club. Like <laughs> when they, they won't put in money. Yeah. Okay. 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 You win. You win. I I use the wrong word. You win. Same <laughs> thing. You win. But but um. So like the the, the interesting thing about Ineos is that um, as a company they have an Ineos Sport division, right? Which initially first got uh introduced Me, in so. um cycling. The No cycling first. So uh, British cycling is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. So in Tour de France, not just Tour de France, but there's a very um, prestigious cycling team, which is a British-owned cycling team, uh, which used to be Team Sky, but that changed into t- Ineos Brigade Brigadiers or whatever. Uh, but that's owned by this Ineos Sport division, uh, which is Sir Jim Ratcliffe's passion, and it it was run by this guy called uh, David Brailsford. Now David Brailsford is like one of those British as um, fuck super, names. Super like. Yeah, he's one of those super eccentric coaches who has this philosophy of I think it's the one percent rule or something, which is you have to improve yourself one percent oh, every single man. day. He's one of those, and and that will like is he a coach or what is he? Part? Yeah, he's he's like think of the, or? in anything you can do. No, no, no. It, it's just like if you can improve yourself marginally every single day by like the end the of the year, you will be yeah, much better than you can't definitely quantify yeah. that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Po Goda supply chain motherfucker. Po Goda. I need to supply chain. If I say we'll split our food fifty fifty, I'm not going to get a scale out and just Sorry, like po. divide it like. Uh, but I think Po will. <laughs> <laughs> but but so so that guy, that guy is interesting because um when they got Nice, when Ineos Group got the French team Nice, who's doing really well now. Nice. Way, um, but they weren't uh, when they initially took over. Uh, but David Brailsford was very much involved in that process as well, and a lot of people did not like his involvement at the club because he's not a football guy. Like that's the thing. Like they'll do Jedi mind tricks and say that oh he's a sports genius and all. He's not a football guy whatsoever. Okay. Cycling boy. So um, so the people over there didn't like that, and when he took a back seat is actually when Nice. 
kind of improve now is that a coincidence is that because he had a long term vision place i don't fucking know but the very interesting or scary thing the way you i mean depends how you want to look at it is that he was the only representative from this entire takeover who was there for the united aston villa game jeez jeez which was the first home game after this whole thing and was. i think he was sitting next to murtog right yeah john he was murtog, sitting next yeah. to john murtog which was apparently like a you united like planned seating arrangement that they wanted to have yeah i mean it's the united yeah. seat yeah so i mean like the whole like even though this is not going to be an ineos purchase and it's a sergio blatkiff purchase he is definitely going to use his resources from the ineos sports division in the running of the football club and that is very much apparent and in you know the first few uh, conversations which we've been having about this there's also uh, a route for them to takeover. purchase like to take his place like yeah. to say, uh, stand in his shoes so to speak so there's a route for him to get majority yeah. also at some point <laughs> and uh I mean in terms of just personal ambitions Jim Ratcliffe is what 73 years old <laughs> pa, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people on <laughs> so you're saying he's dying he doesn't Twitter care just, huh? <laughs> yeah pa, pa. a lot of people on Twitter are talking about his death like what's going to happen after it like chill <laughs> guys I'm <laughs> sure he knows what he's doing <laughs> so imagine that guy da he's like okay all these fans are pissed let's go buy the club goes on Twitter he's like what about when he dies he's like bro what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what right yeah. now but <laughs> Anyway, like even even though of his older age, I'm I'm sure that Jim Ratcliffe would love to leave a legacy behind of being the man who saved United. Save you know, the know. one who got us back on top. That's a fucking awesome legacy to have. For that you need one. And if go into the dressing room, that's all you need. Okay, so okay, uh, I think that's so a good wait, segue into like yeah, the that's football what, that's part. Yeah, that's what. That's what. Coming back to the main topic at hand, what has he promised like so far? Like. What does he say? Like that he'll try to bring changes in, like in Boarding terms of the board, very tight, better infrastructure, all of that. Yeah. Um, stadium, stadium development for sure. That's something he's been. That's the only thing actually that he's been talking about since the bids were invited. Since about finally a year the leaky roof. But in terms fixed. of like transfer strategy, I fucking knew it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it coming a mile away. You know they also got food poisoning. Yeah, right? I mean, the they hosted an event. Yeah, yeah. raw chicken. They hosted yeah. an event and then they gave yeah. them one. I think he wants to change that to probably a few cooks. Was it at a football? No, no. Bro, that's the worst part. It was a corporate event. No, that's good. It was like what worst part? <laughs> I would rather I would rather some random corporate dude get salmonella than some uncle taking his kid to the game, bro. No, I'm saying like like from a perspective of you have time to prepare no, no, for a corporate event. No, no, it shows event you. It shows eating seventy thousand people. It shows you. <laughs> fucking one guy like Delhi Belly washing his ass with orange juice and cooking for them. <laughs> fucking, that's what's happening there. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, but back to your point. Um, he's also spoken about getting um, a recruitment specialist, which is so sorely needed in this club. Okay. Having uh, everybody says this, but actually, nah, any time someone comes in, they say we'll find people who are experts. No, like in basically, a head of like scouting, you see. Yeah, and he wants to get a director of football, which is so sorely needed. I mean, that's one of the first things I mean, he's going to do. I think a competent one is needed. Thank you. We already have. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Amar would have said that line. Edward would somewhere in the world like, huh? <laughs> I'm needed. Huh? <laughs> but 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 for like to answer your question, he is not taken over yeah. yet. I mean, the deal has been agreed. It's been announced, but he's not like. 
he doesn't have a role at the club so, as of today even now he won't, he won't even have next season no it's the season after yeah no 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 like he he will ha- like it's it's in jan it, it's happening in jan but uh, it you are talking closes the... december 31st 2024 oh no that's the second round okay my bad sorry that's a second yeah. basically yeah. he's like a politician so now. so he hasn't yeah. of it, like trying to get huh? awards no no the deal's been agreed the deal's been closed it's been <laughs> no, signed by both parties promises. it's just the formality of I'm like the promises that politicians make that yeah. doesn't matter but no doubt yeah. what fans are doing selling shares there he is just trying to make us wet here so that the glazers are like okay fans yeah. are getting wet let this guy come in that's it he doesn't give us his only that's promise nice. to the glazers is take dudu give me shares that's it that's all those <laughs> fucking cunts care about one thing man it's their shares being valued at the, the rate they wanted like akshat and amar have said and getting monies for that that's it none of these fucking promises yeah. matter to them guys i also want to know though like what do you guys see like do you guys see in a positive outcome out of this like back on top and shit i'm trying to egg you guys on no <laughs> i mean for, for sure bro like f- from from a fan's perspective i just wanted the glazers to not make footballing decisions that was number one like i don't want them to sign off on schneiderlin and schweinsteiger in four hours bro like, papa let's not drag schweini i'll take if you don't know lander any day of the week let's not drag schweini <laughs> I no but totally agree bro no i'm not, I know, I'm not I know, I know, slandering I anyone but it was a thing that yeah. Gla- you know Fuck like blazers put themselves up on a pedestal saying that we got yeah so i don't want them to make decisions like that so i'm happy i don't give a shit about what's happening <laughs> with their share price valuation how, you how much money they're getting how much dividend they're taking out yeah the numbers don't matter Amen. to me the numbers don't matter on any one of the million people on twitter like you <laughs> support a football club go and watch them play football be that happy last about it's not football. happening but yeah and i'm glad that finally <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm glad that there's someone who's who's come in and who's taken this sort of initiative because it's as we've been saying it's a very complicated deal to crack right and it needed someone who has that burning passion and desire to get united back on top to even go through with all of this nonsense So in that that's sense true. I also think yeah in that true. in that sense it I'm happy it probably benefits him being so old cuz he's not at the peak of his fucking corporate career where he come on he runs one of the largest energy companies in the world okay not one of the largest but a very large energy company I'm sure like yeah Britain's Britain's largest, largest. it's also, a big deal is it the, what Amar anyway, is going through like he uh-huh. won't be answerable to any of it based on what Amar's feed is talking about answer about. what do you mean i'm just saying he's old his imminent so death like talking about said, no but that, that's what i think benefits him cuz like akshat said he probably like, like i'm not talking about him dying i'm more of talking about him being at the end of his <laughs> career so he's not actively in i'm sure he's not running the day to day of his business right that's the first thing at some point though he definitely no. was running the day to day of his business to get it to the point where it was so at this point in his career where he's accumulated yeah. a fucking significant amount of wealth like akshat said british britain's largest energy company so fucking big deal he can step away now no and these passion projects these legacy projects that are meant for like things that he actually likes doing like akshat said he's had a history of doing this and i'm sure at one point like i don't know how long back yeah. british cycling was but let's say he's been involved in these things for the past 20 years okay no. let's say just yeah. out of an average he was 50 at the time and being 50 in that role that's probably the most active he had been in his career or at least close to like that's your peak right that's when you're getting into like you are the expert you are the day to day you are the man and now i'm sure he's found people who can take his place in doing those things right i'm sure he's not doing the day to day probably gives him more time more energy and more 
I don't really give a fuck about anything else for United. So that also probably contributed to him being okay with all the bullshit the Glazers threw his way for the deal. Because he's like, fuck it. I want this shit. I don't have much else going on. Just piss on my face. Take your money. <laughs> give me my shares. That's it. And I think that probably lended better than Jesse trying to make quick, big moves in football and getting this sort of feedback <clears throat> from the fans. I think that contributed to and, and And that itself, I mean, it's such a small thing, but for United fans, <laughs> it's such a big deal. Because just the fact that it, it just boggles my mind that someone has owned Manchester United for 16 years and they've been to Old Trafford twice, bro. Like, it, it, it's just... How can you care that less about this and club? Like, even the space, right? The first game and Ronaldo, right? No, Not no, Old Trafford, no, no, bro. No, no. No. It's only Ronaldo and I think their first game in charge. Yeah, and uh, there's this famous thing, bro, that happened when, like... <laughs> in, in the first game of what they were in charge and a goal went in, I forgot who scored, but... Like, one of the Glazers asked very loudly, like, who oh, gets yeah, to keep the ball, which is a very, like... Yeah, this I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, just going from that to someone who, hopefully, now, everything points to the fact that, yes, he will give a lot of care and a lot of attention to the club. Yeah. That itself is a good thing. Like, it's nice. a positive step. It's... <laughs> Exactly, yeah. We, we are 25% closer to the Glazers <laughs> fucking off. And that's positive true. for me. Very, very true. Don't think you can see it any other way. What about you, Vaishnav? What do you Don't think? No, no. You just said what <laughs> 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 Sorry. Man is zoned out. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> do you think? Who <laughs> asked the question? Sorry, what? <laughs> no, I want to know what he thinks too. Do you think uh, United are host on the way back? Yeah, let host host. <laughs> Sorry, he's dying. He's dying. I mean, no, no, he choked on his way. See, the thing is, having grown up in an era where United were completely dominant, (laughs) my heart tells me that I shouldn't hope for it to happen, but like, I think it possibly will because, like, it's a cycle, man. You're bound to come back up on top. Yeah, Po. Po is the MVP of this episode. (laughs) Most <coughs> I mean, it's bound to happen it's at some point or the other, no? Like, so might as well be mm, on the It's right not. <laughs> it's fucking not bound to happen, bro. Have you seen them no. play? I have. And, like, as long as Are it you is on like meth this when for you the see next four play. or five... As long as it is... Eric Tanak plays the way that he's getting his players to play for the next four or five years. I'm happy. By I don't even think we'll it's a couple of titles and four and, and then years, he'll bro, go I'd be surprised back, if he bro, gets four or five games at this I, point, no, bro. No, I'm, I'm not. No, no, I'm not slandering ETH. Oh I can't. No, I wasn't going there. It's like being my math teacher. It's not the teacher's fault. It was never the teacher's fault. Yamuna ma'am was a damn good teacher. I still flunked every math test I had. It's not on her. It was on fucking me. <laughs> now that allegory holds here also. <laughs> no, but then yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that Tanag was a bad choice. Like I like him, although my motives are different. But like I like him and I want <laughs> him to stay. Bro, <laughs> 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 oh, I hope before you go to bed, you choke oh, on that table. Damn, yes, I I'm cursing you. This guy is riding on that one FA Cup a bit too much now. No, man, like, it's not just that. No, if you want to go there, I can, like, talk for a while about it. Because, like, we've seen progress, like, from... Hey, guys, I'll mute him, huh? Scrapping, like, barely and then managing fifth to going for, like, a title run. I mean, 
nobody expected that so has there been that sort of improvement nice on good on you bro can i can question that it's one and yeah, a half yeah so like it's it's bound to come give him another four to five like i said a final fucking board ah this guy is alt his ulterior motives are so like motive your video is off motives. right now they're not ulterior anymore fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can I can hear the smirk on his face yeah. when he says it dude. This, <laughs> whenever I'm not saying it's going to happen soon but whenever Eric Ten Hag departs from Manchester United I can imagine Po sitting in a dark room on a chair like we thought, we from Spider-Man and just smiling this, that won't be the first time yeah. happening <laughs> yeah right when like I was at that when Ole was in charge I was at that Shut- when like Van Hal was in charge and when Moyes was there also I was at that but then There have been new no, Moyes was there. You are not like Manchester that. United. No, no. When Moyes was there, you guys were still suffering PTSD of the previous couple decades. Do not lie to yourself. <laughs> okay, Moyes yeah. was psych for everybody. <laughs> Moyes, <laughs> even Van Hal, you were like, bro, bro, no, no. Even Van, bro, you know it deep down inside. Deep <laughs> down inside, your booty holes are puckering. Mourinho, everybody was scared. Mourinho, Mourinho was also scared. That was the issue. Always <laughs> <laughs> trying to cover up now. He's like, oh shit. This is a classic Arsenal fan, bro. They go for a banter. They don't know what to do when bro, someone talks back never, to them. So yeah, they, they like never. We had uh, practice. We were doing this day in and day out. We were we, every weekend. We were performing, bro. Under the light. <laughs> but it's just rusty. Guys, yeah, there's no. I'm not rusty. That steel was made just now. It's not fully formed yet. <laughs> forget getting rusted. Y'all have not been up here for very long, and you're not doing well. Well, huh? There's a title charge coming. What title, da? Most annoying thing. Bring back the good old days. Okay, can I close this? I think that I need to close this episode now, <laughs> bro. I'm, I'm getting reckless, boys. There's a title charge coming. Eric's at the wheel. The car is in the ditch. We're all dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably has like some I'll petrol. Not take this. I mean, let let us. <coughs> That's why it's in the ditch. Bro, only only pure British oil, bro. Only pure British pure, oil from pure Lawrence. British oil from all the colonized territory across the world. Pure Brits. <laughs> yeah, the, that's the I British heard. way, bro. Okay, guys, any closing yeah, points suck. before I wrap this episode? I'm up. just thankful it wasn't shaked <laughs> yeah, the same. Oh, you suck. You didn't oh, even see it. My closing comments are that I'm just thankful <laughs> it wasn't shaked the same. I hope this that turns out good for you, Lord. <laughs> that I. <laughs> So I'll take that one. I'll take it. I'll take it every day. <laughs> and in uh, two years, as Akshat said, if there's a title charge, I think we collectively will if, be glad it's not Sheikh no. Jassim. It's happening. It's happened it's happening. apparently. It's happening. Okay, this is the over optimism of United now, fans no, after winning one like game from a two against. This always happens. Cut to like getting. Sp- two years. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, no, they're hey, good. They're don't good. Say yeah, no. that two they're against, actually, bro. They're generally a fucking great team. Yeah, don't don't say that two yeah, against, bro. They're, actually, yeah. they're fucking better than we are. If I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad Emery has finally found hey, a nice big club oh, in the bro, Premier League to yeah. play. Did you with, did you see the choke that team. came last yeah. week? Yeah, Fucker was two nil up and then gave up, bro. Fucking against you lot of all the people. Yeah, that, bro, that, that was our game. I'm looking at the live table where they're second, bro. Get two goals in the first half, sit back, and then get like mothered in the second and concede three. So that that is what. Yeah, bro. Pissed okay. off about no, Emery. So no, no, it's the mother. The rest that of the counts. league wants to know. I think what pissed you off about Emery is that he beat you. <laughs> nah. I like the dude. I don't piss on ex-managers, bro. I like. Him. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Actually, to be fair, you're unlike your fucking fan base that way. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay guys i'm going to close this episode it's been great uh, being with you guys <laughs> listeners do let us know what do you guys think of uh, the the ineos takeover and if you have any comments of your own we will catch you next don't week don't say that then no 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 next no, no, time no. you say no it's coming bro <laughs> no if you notice guys like when Just when we do an episode with all four of us it goes on for a four like a good period like four or five weeks and then thank then you for the jinx up. it's a great jinx hey, shut up bro okay this episode is only been jinx yeah. i'm going to stop it now <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> see you